Welcome to the Get Involved Utah Podcast with your host, Elaine Moore. Where no election topic is off limits. Get informed now. This is the Get Involved Utah Podcast. Learn more at GetInvolvedUtah.com. Listen and please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify. This episode is a continuation of the logic and accuracy testing. If you missed the first episode on understanding logic and accuracy testing, what it is and what it is not, I recommend you listen to that one first. In this episode, we will be continuing the conversation about understanding the logic and accuracy testing by digging deeper into the ESNS process and into the process and procedures that happen for the logic and accuracy test. In the first logic and accuracy episode, we go over the Dominion Democracy Suite and those documents. So why do we need a separate episode for ESNS, which is election systems and software? That's because it's much more detailed and it's used in 27 counties here in Utah, unlike the one county that uses the Dominion Democracy Suite 5, which is Salt Lake County. Therefore, most of the people are going to be voting with the ESNS systems. So that's why we're going to get into it on this episode. The first thing I want to do is review a little bit about the logic and accuracy testing. Logic and accuracy testing is the testing and calibration of the voting equipment and the system. So it includes how they interact, the different databases, uploading it to the server, those types of things. And remember for ESNS that it is done in two steps, the actual logic and accuracy testing, which according to Utah code can be observed by watchers. And then there's the public demonstration. The demonstration is not showing you a logic and accuracy test. It's showing a demonstration of how that process occurs. There's some really good videos that you can find on YouTube from Secretary of States and from County Clerks on logic and accuracy testing. So I'm going to share some of those with you first. The first video I want to share is from the North Carolina State Board of Elections. It's a logic and accuracy testing two minute to a half minute video And if you want to watch it, go ahead and go to the description and get the links. All of the documents we're going to be going over will be in the description. Grab those links and review all those documents so that you know what I'm talking about. In this video, you will see them testing the ESNS DS200. That is a machine that is used in many of the counties here in Utah. So make make sure you pay attention and look at that machine and the, and the processes that we're using because we're going to get into detail about those as well. Let's watch the video. Logic and accuracy test, commonly known as LNA test, ensure machines will correctly read each ballot type and accurately count votes in an upcoming election. In all 100 counties, every machine using the election will be tested including backups for every election. First, ballots are prepared for the test. Ballots are filled out to test the machine's ability to count valid ballots and handle occurrences of overvotes and undervotes where too many or too few selections are made in one contest 
multiple ballots being inserted at once, and other potential issues. The expected results are created and documented before ballots are inserted into a machine. Once completed, the test results are compared to the expected results. Once prepared, the ballots are run through the tabulator by hand. The results from the ballots are recorded on the USB stick in the tabulator, along with a paper results tape for the paper trail. The USB is removed and inserted into a central computer in a secure area where results are checked against the expected results. They must match exactly. The results are uploaded to the state's centralized results database. After results are uploaded, the same USB is reinserted into the tabulator. Ballot counts are cleared from the tabulator, then the tabulator is powered down. A tamper-proof security seal is placed over the latch. The USB is locked in the tabulator. A tested sticker is placed on the tabulator and initialed. The tabulator is stored away in a locked room until early voting or election day. LNA tests are how we ensure voting systems work accurately before an election. To learn more about how we secure your vote, visit ncsbe.gov backslash election hyphen security. North Carolina did a really good job on that video and condensing down what happens during a logic and accuracy test. The next video is from Harris County, Texas, County Clerk's Office, and it talks about the logic and accuracy test. But one of the great things about this video is it actually has footage of the machines lined up as they are testing them. If you have a chance to look at this video, you can see how that process actually happens. Because again, in Utah, you don't get to see that part of it unless you're a watcher. We'll get back to the public demonstration, but let's watch this Harris County, Texas logic and accuracy video. Election security is critically important to every election, which is why we're taking you behind the scenes today in Harris County for more information about our logic and accuracy test, a function that's conducted three times for every election. First and foremost, we appoint a bipartisan board, Democrats and Republicans, who will be in charge of reviewing all of the reports that come out to certify and secure the equipment. Then we set up essentially a test election, a mock election, where we program in thousands of ballots and live vote those ballots to test that the machine is working, to test our mail ballot systems are working, and then to be able to accurately compare the test results submitted against our control document. We also make sure those machines are set to zero and all of those functions and preset functions are as they should be for the election. After voting, sometimes up to hundreds and tens of thousands of ballots for any given election, like a primary, again, those results are compared to the control document created securely with our election machines vendor to make sure that what we input into those machines is what is ultimately counted. Once the Democratic and Republican logic and accuracy boards sign off on the accuracy of the machines, we'll conduct this election well before the mail ballots are mailed out, 
right before election night when the results are uploaded and right after election night when the results have been finally tabulated to make sure that none of the election software was compromised throughout the process. Thanks for taking a behind the scenes look with us at the logic and accuracy testing in Harris County and follow along at harrisvotes.com or our social media channels for more information. That video gives you a little bit more information in a very concise way about logic and accuracy testing. Again, if you go and watch the video, it has some great footage of how all the machines are together and how they work together to put those test ballots. She calls them the control group through the machines. There are two more videos that you can watch if you would like to know more about the public demonstration. The best thing to do is to attend your county public demonstration before the next election. They have one before every election here in Utah and in many states, other states as well. And in these two counties, they recorded those demonstrations. They recorded those demonstrations and put them on YouTube. So you can go and listen to those if you would like to get more into the public demonstration part. The other thing to notice is you don't have to do very much of the demonstration video to see the, the big difference in the footage from when they're actually doing the testing to when they're just talking about it and showing you how they do the testing. So those are there as a resource if you want to use those. Let's begin with the actual process and procedures for the ESNS or election system and software voting system and how the logic and accuracy test is conducted. The first documents that I want to go over are a checklist and this is just a checklist that supposedly the counties use. I have tried to grammar these checklists but I have never been able to get a copy. They say that they are sealed. I don't know if they are something we can request, but I have not had any luck requesting them. Feel free to try if you would like, you know, maybe I'm not requesting it properly. But in this first checklist, you will see it is titled Early Voting Express Vote Logic and Accuracy Checklist. It is important to understand the ESNS machines used in Utah. We have the DS200 and the DS850, which are scanners that they put the ballots through that you submit either in through the post office or a drop box and those ballots scan the images and it runs it through and calculates everything and then we have the express vote machines which are the in-person voting machines or the ADA machines these machines will have the little box that has the braille on it it will have the audio ballots on it I believe it has large print and other ADA ballots on it those are the two systems that we use. Also remember that many of the in-person voting, they actually have what's called a BMD printer, a ballot on demand printer. And that printer prints the ballot. They hand it to you. You can fill it out. And then it just runs through the scanners just like all the, all the other ballots. But this is for the express vote machine. So you'll see it's an early voting Express Vote Logic and Accuracy Checklist it has the information on the machine that you put at the top, and then it goes through the different processes. You open up the machine, you connect it to the electricity, you switch it on into the official mode, you check the status and the battery, and then you exit. Then you go into the display software versions, and you look at the software versions to verify the version numbers. I highly recommend that you 
grandma your counties or do a record request to your counties for the version numbers of the machines used. Many of them don't have that ready, readily available, which I found very startling since it's something they're supposed to be recording during the logic and accuracy testing. After they get the machine version recorded, then it, they calibrate the machine and get some of the codes. You can look at the checklist to see some more details on that. And as you go down the list of different things, it's basically getting the ballot ready. And for the express vote, they not only have the ADA, they have the touch screen. So they have the touch screen. If you go in to vote and you've touched the screen and then it prints you out a receipt with your information or a ballot, then that would be the express vote machine. They test that touch screen. They test the memory sticks, serial numbers. You can go through the checklist and read it in detail if you would like. If you recall, during the last primary in June, in June sorry, during the primary in July in Wasatch County, they had an issue with the express vote touch screen that the the ballots weren't being recorded properly because the font was too small. That to me shows that there was a failure in the logic and accuracy testing. So that's one reason why this is important to do. The next checklist is the election day express vote logic and accuracy testing. So once they get done with the in-person, early in-person, they would re redo a logic and accuracy test for the election day and go through that process again. And when you Look at You can go and look at that document and go through it as well. It's very similar, although the steps are not quite as long. Then there's also a checklist that you can find. All of these are on the EAC website. The next checklist is on the DS200 scanner. You will look and see that it it's, looks kind of like it might be a check-in list, but it says it's for the logic and accuracy test. It says to inspect the shipping tags. The physical dam for physical damage, the ballot box, the ballot transfer bin, ensure the doors of the transfer bin are open, ensure the metal bar is down in position, and the rear flap access is up. So you're basically not just checking how the ballots go through the machine. The logic and accuracy test is testing and calibrating the entire system from how it's set up to how the ballots are run through the machines. Again, you can go to the description, get the links to these documents if you want to read more about those checklists. Let's get into a much, much deeper look at the actual voting system and how they do a test of the different data, database backups and the different databases within the election system. Keep in mind, this is just for the ESNS voting system. We also have other systems and other voting systems that will that integrate during the election with this system. For instance, if your county has Runbeck and you might have an Agilis machine, that also is part of the system and does different things. So that would have to be a part of the system that was tested as well. Many counties now, as of 2019, have the No Ink poll book. Those are electronic poll books and they are connected to the internet live through a hotspot, just like the Agilis machines are connected live to the internet. Those, those poll books are used to check people in and out of vote centers. So those poll books also would need to have a testing and a calibration for the 
election. But we're just going to go over the logic and accuracy for the ESNS machines. In this document, it's again from the EAC, it goes through the different things and the different parts of the voting system. It has a brief description on page two about this, the phases. Downloading the election qualification code memory sticks. Downloading the definition memory sticks. The logic and accuracy testing of the different units. Uploading the logic and accuracy testing to the election reporting manager. Generating logic and accuracy test results. And acquiring logic and accuracy test results in ElectionWare. ElectionWare is a server. Backing up the logic and accuracy test results. And then resetting everything to zero. And then after that is done, they do the public demonstration. So once all that testing is done, they do the public demonstration and then they secure the equipment. Once they have the equipment secured, logic and accuracy testing can be performed. Once they get the equipment secured, it's ready for the election. It also goes into some other processes of different parts of the units express pass printers, the electionware installation, EPB printers, and other parts of the system and how that is also tested. It also goes through how the election reporting management database is uploaded and tested, how electionware is tested, and those types of things. So we won't go through everything, but we'll go through enough so you can see how complicated these systems are and how many different processes that are used and how the votes are moved and put in multiple databases throughout the system. So the first thing you have to do is get your stuff together, which is accord, according to this, you have the equipment, then you have your memory sticks, the election qualification codes, then you have your election definition memory sticks, and then your reporting key memory sticks. So all three of those memory sticks are used. Two are coding memory sticks and one is for reporting. Basically, you have to take each ballot and upload that ballot into the machine. If you've ever grammar requested or record requested contracts of the voting systems, you will see in there that they, before an election, they purchase the ballots on a ballot disk and that's basically those memory sticks so that they can upload those to the machines. Those are all programmed by the voting systems not by the county clerks. It also talks about checking the ballot, ballot activation cards. That's what I was talking about, ballot activation cards. It talks about making sure the paper and everything else is in there so that you can have an election. And if you're curious about some of the different parts, you can read the different parts of this election or sorry, of the voting system. It, it does include some of the COTS here in this, which are commercial off-the-shelf parts of the voting system. For instance, the, the thumb drives, the ballot boxes, the barcode scanner, the surge protectors, those types of things are considered COTS because they're off-the-shelf. You can look at those. You can also see it has the VPN router. That would be another COT and things like that. So one of the things it says is you need to load the final database into ElectionWare. And it says this database is supplied by the State Board of Elections. 
So the State Board of Elections. So the State Board of Elections has our election voter registration database. That would be the Lieutenant Governor's Office, and it's called VISTA. It's the Voter Voter Information System Tracking something, if I have that right. So basically, it's how they track your, your voter registration and your ballot. And they upload that into the certified network, and they get that all set up. And it goes into a little bit more detail and how that is done into from the certified network into electionware. And that's all uploaded. And keep in mind, you're going to have to have it connected to some type of internet or a LAN or something because Vista is on the internet and it's uploaded and downloaded live constantly. And that has to go into electionware. So it has to get there somehow into that server. I'm sure if you want to know more about that information, you can contact your county clerk and talk to them about that process. Once it is recorded and, or sorry, uploaded into the electionware system, then it has you open the election reporting manager and they configure that with the correct election. So the election reporting manager, I'm just going to read here. It says, note, the election reporting manager will not be configured with the correct election. This is a workaround provided by ESNS to ensure electionware maintains connectivity to the server. You will need to keep election reporting manager open while using electionware. So within the server, we have these different databases and these different softwares that are all talking and connecting to each other. And it talks a little bit how electionware can be used on multiple workstations and how that, that works and how the login can be tested and looked at. It says to load a backup file, and then it tells you how to format the file to save it, how to enter a restore code, and get all your election, county code, election type, the date, put into the system and the elect correct election folders. So once you get all of that done, then it says to create your backups, and you create your backup folders. You have your, again, three different types of backups. You have your electionware server, but then you have your election reporting manager backup and your election night reporting network backup. And those are two different things. So once you get the electionware backups, it says there's six folders. Those six folders will all be in there and you'll get it all ready to go and set up. Then you need to create your media for the election equipment. That is done by, it says, uploading election qualification memory sticks and the election definition memory sticks for loading election data into the units. So that would be the express vote units, the DS-200 scanners, the DS-850 scanners. It depends on what your county uses. Most counties have the DS-200 and if they are a large county, those are the ones that tend to have the DS-850s. And I think every county that has ESNS has an express vote machine. Then they create the election qualification media. They reset the public account to zero. So once they get everything uploaded, they make sure everything is zeroed out. The electionware code is set in electionware and supplied by the State Board of Elections. So the State Board of Elections has a lot of play, or I should say a lot of 
responsibility in setting up the voting systems. Unlike the counties, you will see that most of this is done either through the vendors for these voting systems or through the state board of elections. And it goes on how to create election qualification devices for each of the logic and accuracy testers and the USB sticks that are supplied. One thing that it does say is on page 213 has note, if the jurisdiction is using a backup election definition memory stick, it must be inserted into the auxiliary compartment of the DS200 scanner prior to qualifying the scanner. The backup election definition memory stick must be equal in data size to the primary election definition memory stick and is inserted in the auxiliary data port in the rear of the unit. When the configuration report prints, it will identify the size of the backup stick. So they don't just have one set of election definition memory sticks. It has a the, the backup and the election definition memory stick. It goes a little bit deeper into how to create the qualification media. And then it talks about how you create the election media to use in early voting and election day polling places. It tells you how to set up each of the machines, get all the election media uploaded. And you can read through that in more detail. If you keep going down... It talks a lot about the memory sticks. If you're ever curious about the different memory sticks used and the different USB devices, this is a really good document to read because it goes into great detail about what is actually in each one of the machines, which ones are encrypted, which ones are loaded and also loaded into election where all of those types of things. So once you've created your media, so as you do all the media on the different machines and create the memory sticks, then it has you create absentee and provisional media. So absentee and provisional media have different definitions. So you can read through, uh, it is on page 222. It goes through the different definitions on the memory sticks that have to be programmed for absentee and provisional memory sticks. And then we has you create the media for the DS850 scanners as well. And it goes into that process, the DS200s. Then it gets into creating the electionware database backup. When it has the electionware database backup, it tells you how to enter it, which file it needs to go into. And it says that all election media has been created and after each phase of the logic and accuracy perform a backup of the election where database. That to me sounds like they are backing up that database throughout the logic and accuracy testing multiple times. So you're going to have multiple backups of different parts of the voting system process. It also has a note that during logic and accuracy, these backups do not need to include ballot images. So they're not going to be doing a logic and accuracy testing with the ballot images. That is not something that is required. I tend to find that if it's not required, a lot of times the counties don't do it. So you'd have to ask your county if they do back up the ballot images from the test decks when they do the logic and accuracy testing. 
It goes into how they back up the election for the logic and accuracy testing. And then it has them take that results backup folder and upload that into the election results manager. It says the election results manager acquires a recording requires a reporting key memory stick to be created in the electionware for the election. The reporting key media must be created after creating all qualification DS200, DS850, and Express Vote media. It talks about creating the media key for the election results manager. So you can go and read how all of that process works, how you prepare the queue drive for the election. It says the election reporting manager will for the election reporting manager to run successfully, there must be a folder named elect data. Prior to each election, the local board of elections must remove prior election data from this folder to ensure that the backup times are kept to a minimum. State board of elections will provide the files and instructions required for the step. Copy these files to a USB memory stick or removable media not being used for the election. So if you do not do this process correctly, you're going to overwrite data. You have to move all the data in the elect data queue drive folder in the elect data. Sorry, you have to remove everything from the elect data folder, which is located in the queue drive and put it on a USB or removable device from the previous election. Make sure everything's deleted and then put it in for the new election. And then it talks a little bit about how that whole process continues to uh, get the election reporting management ready. Then after that, you create the election reporting management results database in the certified network. Now, the certified network could be a LAN. It could be right there in your county building. You can ask your counties for more information on the certified network that's used. Most of the time, if you go and tour the facilities, you can see all of the LAN cords that go to each, each part of the voting system. So the election report manager results database is then put into the certified network. And in here, it says that there's specific things that you need to check for to make sure that everything's working properly. And then you have an export utility that helps you get everything exported and grouped properly. And it shows you how to do that whole process. And then you have to set everything up so that you can have your election reporting manager results reports. So all of your reports come from this information. Now, when I have tried to request certain reports from the 2020 election, some of the counties have said, we don't keep those, we delete them. And I have had this confirmed by a couple of different county clerks that that is true, they don't always keep them. That would be the part that they're removing and putting on those USB sticks and supposed to be saving. So some counties are not doing that. With that, you can get the precinct summary. So you can get a precinct summary that's in a spreadsheet form. Many times online, if you go to the county website, you will see these precinct summaries, the county summaries in the in PDF form. And you can go and look at those. So it tells you how to get all of the results reports uploaded and saved and how all of that works. And then if you keep going down, 
you'll get to how to generate voter statistic reports. And this allows the State Board of Elections and the local Board of Elections to verify registration totals and also to obtain vote casts and percentages through the election process. And this is on page 244, and it's called Generating Voter Statistics Report. So in here, you can actually get importing. It will generate voter statistics after importing your voter registration provided by the State Board of Elections. You can verify registration totals that were imported accurately and obtained votes cast. And this is done through the election process. If you want to know how they get those results through the election process, they're called unofficial results. I would love for every single county to post their unofficial results. I know they take those reports on election night on most counties on the 5th and the 12th, and then they have the official one on around the 16th, 17th that they pull. And those are very important because it it is a historical document of what happens in the election. Some of the counties are trying to do live posting of the ballot results. Well, you would have to sit there live and record it in order to have an archived voting history. But these are a great way to have a voting, unofficial voting results. And they say it's confusing and the public can't handle it, but I promise you they can handle it. And it goes through that whole process and how that works. The next part, it talks about setting up the certified network. So the certified network is very important. Remember, we're always talking about it being connected to the internet. It's connected to a certified network. Is that certified network have internet capability on it at some point? I don't know. You can ask your county clerks. This is the network that, that things will connect to. The election where connects to it. The election night reporting network connects to it. And the election reporting manager. So the election night reporting network is on the Z drive. So you can see why this document is really important in seeing the process. Because you really get a, a good look at the voting system and how it actually interacts with the server and with the databases. It talks about backing up the different databases and how those results are then sent to the local board of election night reporting results. So your election reporting manager, if you're not confused yet, <laughs> your election reporting manager puts the results into a local election nights reporting network. Then once the election is complete, that goes to the state board of elections and is put on that system. And you can learn more in depth about that. But let's get back to the part of the logic and accuracy testing that you would actually see during a demonstration. And that is of the actual machines. So they go through... It's important to do a testing and calibration of the whole network, of the database, the server, the backups, all of those things. And it's also equally important to then check the machines. And that's the part that they do during the demonstration is they demonstrate how the machines are checked. The, the next page is it starts on 254, goes through how they test the, the DS200s, the express votes, and the DS850s. Each one is done a little bit different because they have different test ballots and each different machine might have different ballots loaded on it. For instance, certain counties have certain races 
for the state that are in multiple counties that others don't. Precincts have different elections if there are local or or county elections listed then they might have county elections in that precinct and then certain local elections. Oftentimes, the local elections are done on different years than the county elections in some counties. It just depends on your county. So for each of those ballots and each of those possible scenarios of ballots, that information has to be put on the machines. And it goes through the express vote machine, how you plug it in, you put in the official in it, into official mode. You insert the media, media press. So for the ESNS BMD logic and accuracy test, you plug it in, you get it set up, and you do a screen calibration. It says that you have to check all of the battery status, software version, just like everything we just mentioned in that checklist. Once you get everything calibrated, then you load the election definition. And those are the election definition memory sticks, and it gives the election code. And that's what programs your election, is those memory sticks. Once those are in, you begin to begin voting on the express votes, you have a ballot card. So these ballot activation cards will have each of the ballot styles in the polling place and you put that into the machine and it says for at least one ballot activation card per express vote use the keypad and headset to verify all buttons and audio are functioning correctly. Follow the audio prompts to vote using the keypad. Verify the correct election header, the correct polling places, Insert a blank ballot activation card into the express vote. Select English or Spanish. Then vote for the first candidate of the selection for each contest in question. And when you do the voting, again, they have predetermined test decks. So it's predetermined exactly which ballot, which type of ballots, which types of votes are going to go through each one. After you put that through the express vote machines, it prints you a ballot activation card, and those are going to be used to test the DS-200. You close out the express vote, and then you go and you test the DS-200. Those scanners are the ones that put most of the ballots through. You, again, you set up the machine, make sure everything's working. You clear everything out, make sure everything's zeroed. And then you begin your logic and accuracy test. And that is done. If you want to get into the test decks and how that is done, go listen to that first podcast. It gets more into how the test decks are made. Once those test decks are put through and all those ballots are put through, then they check the results and make sure everything went through accurately. If they find anywhere in the system where the votes are not correct, then they have to go back, figure out what went wrong, make sure everything's programmed right, and then rerun it until they get the correct results. Once those are done, they close out the logic and accuracy testing. And when they do that, it says that they clear all the results, enter the override code, press confirm, print a zero report. And that's just a report saying everything's back to zero and they shut it down. Then they turn off the machine and 
seal it up. So basically they clear everything out, shut it down. Well, they clear everything out, print your zero reports, shut it down and then seal it. And then once that is done, they have to test how you get those results from the machines to the certified results network. So on page 269, they, they go into the certified results network and how they get the votes from the, the machines to that certified network. And it's very interesting to read how it all interconnects with electionware and with the election reporting manager. So you can take a look at that. And then it has you do a CLCT data folder and how to put all of those results together. This is specifically for the state of Maryland, it looks like, from this document on the EAC website. And you you test how those ballots go from the machine to the election reporting manager. And you make sure that all of that information is correct. Then you have to use the report file utility and you take that report file utility, you export it, still making sure that everything is accurate and you create your reports to submit to the state board of elections and your reports for your logic and accuracy testing. It says that the codes must be correct in order for the results to be accurate. So it's very important that this testing is done to make sure everything is working correctly. And then once that is done, let's scroll down some more. They put the electionware backup and the, elect and the results files in the election night results network. So everything that's in the election reporting manager with all the totals then get sent to your election night's results network. And it goes into the process of how all of that is submitted locally and then submitted to the state. If you want to know more information about how your county does it, you can read through this document, get the exact wording that you're looking for, and put in a request for that information. Then it says you transfer everything to the state's database however that is done this one is for Maryland I don't know that Utah does that the same way it's also from 2016 and then the results from the logic and accuracy report are are put into the local board of election results they zero everything out zero out the ballots cast make sure everything is basically good to go and then once it's all zeroed out they close it out. It does on page um, 293 talk about importing the voter registration data. If you want to look into how that is done and learn more about that process, this goes into pretty good detail about how that goes into the server and how that interconnects. It then talks about how to close out the machines so that everything is cleared. And remember, they print you a paper saying everything's zero and then they seal up the machines, and then they're ready to do the logic and accuracy demonstration. So that occurs for the printers, the scanners, and your touchscreen voting, which is express vote for ESNS. And then you can look at the different checklists that they recommend using. We're gonna scroll down. There's even more information in here about the different cards they use. 
for different things if you want to get into that information. But basically the last step is the public demonstration. And it says that the public demonstration is completed before any voting equipment is delivered to early voting site and that a public demonstration must be conducted by a local board of elections. The local board of elections will conduct a presentation on the conduction of the logic and accuracy process and will afford attendees an opportunity to observe the printouts of the test results of all voting equipment to be used in the election. It, so it looks like this might be the opportunity when you're, where you could go and actually look at all the results, look at the documents. I have never known anyone to be able to do that at a logic and accuracy testing, but according to this, that's the purpose of the logic and accuracy test. Not just to watch what they're doing, but to actually physically be able to look at the printouts, to be able to physically look at the checklists and physically witness that the machines are working properly according to the test and ready for the election. So it's a very complicated process. This document is 118 pages of the ESNS logic and accuracy testing procedures. So if, if you want to really get into all the details and you really understand technology, this was a good way to really understand how these voting systems work. Thank you for listening to the Get Involved Utah podcast. I hope you learned a lot about the process and a little bit more about the voting systems. We will continue our discussion on the logic and accuracy testing in the next podcast. Until then, go to Get Involved Utah to learn more. Sign up for a free account. You can access our grammar request records, our documents and videos about elections. You can also read the blog and find out things going on in Utah. Please subscribe and join us join me again to listen to more. Please subscribe and listen please subscribe and join me again for another podcast to learn about our election systems.